Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 167 of A Wild Podcast has appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I'm Jim Viscardi. And today, I am joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. Hello. Hi, hello. So, Jim, did that use up the last? Did that that? use up the last of your energy? That was that was it. All that is the last of my Comic Con energy. Mm. Well, so that's what the coffee is here for. Um, We are uh, we're back, or I'm back from Comic Con, but the rest of the team obviously was doing a whole bunch of work from home. not a ton of Pokemon uh, news to come out of the con, except uh, something very you. incredibly the important, Megan. News. I know I will say very important news. Pokemon are getting Squishmallows. <sighs> and I'm not only that, God. one of the first two, one of Jim's favorite Pokemon. Geodude? They're making a Geodude. Not Geodude. Don't put that evil Juju on Squishmallows. Pikachu and Gengar are coming to Squishmallows and they were unveiled at the Jazzwares booth and they were absolutely adorable. I do have to give a shout out to Aaron Margolin, who is the brand manager for Pokemon toys at Jazzwares. Also big fan of the show listens. So there you go, Aaron. Thank you so much. Um, Look, he, uh, he, I pitched, I said, look, Squishmallows perfect for a Geodude. And he got, and bless him because his reaction was, Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's basically what everyone's natural reaction would be. <laughs> like, oh, uh, Geodude's your favorite, huh? Uh, okay, I just have uh, to say, I am you know 28 years old, I <laughs> freely admit I love squishmallows, I have more than I ever thought I would need or want, but I love them. Look, the moment. I'll- I saw Gengar and Pikachu legitimately like my heart stopped. They're also coming out with Snorlax, I believe in Togepi. Those will be coming to the Pokemon oh, center and Togepi then they will eventually be, be retelling at Target <laughs> and they're going to have a big Snorlax, like one of the like 20 plus inch Squishmallows. So I just, you know what? You said he's listening to our podcast. This is me pitching. I will do whatever you want for Squishmallow. That, <laughs> that is my thing. I will be the Squishmallow Pokemon evangelist to the fandom. I'm willing to take that responsibility. So that was, that was honestly like top five news of Comic-Con for me. (laughs) Uh, You know, like people, people like sent me like kind of things like, Hey, are we going to write out about Squishmallows? I'm like, what what is a Squishmallow? Oh, oh Christian, Squishmallows are, they are incredible. And I know my video has frozen. And so I will fix that in a second. But Squishmallows are, uh, look, I'll tell you what, my, my daughter is very much into them. Uh, she is, um, she's seven. And so she's very much in the, the target demo for these. But I'll tell you what, walking the floor at Comic-Con this past year, Squishmallows were in a lot more places uh, than, than I thought, mm-hmm. like almost 
you basically had funk. Uh, most dealers had Funko Pops and Squishmallows. And I was like, wow. All right. But anyway, they're everywhere. Like, well, just, just going to say. Get it was funny because because I saw there were a few um, there were a few booths that had a bunch of uh, all, like they basically had all of the Pokemon Funko Pops. And mm. I know like we have been talking about them, you know, over the last couple of months slash years. I get this, this, this at this point. I did not realize how many of them Funko had made already. Oh, yeah. Like it's, there oh, yeah. is a there is a large amount of of Funko uh, Pokemon that like, look, I hope that is just the case with the Squishmallows because I would act I'm gonna say this. I would actually rather have Pokemon Squishmallows than I would punk Pokemon Funko. Oh, easy. This yeah, is easy. I mean, yes. I know nothing. Make about me, I, I would rather have the Squishmallows yeah. than the Build-A-Bear like no. collections <laughs> that they've been doing. Wow. Like I have all of the Evolution Build-A-Bear uh build a bear collaborations and i love them but the second and you better be listening jazzwares and squishmallows the second you come out with the eevee and evolution squishmallows it's game over I like mean, the great mm. the good thing is that there are there are already plenty that kind of fit the the squishmallows mold right like azumarill is a uh oh, yeah. sorry no meryl I mean, is, a, is a great is one like right feel <laughs> right it's right is, there is perfect um so uh so yeah so anyway so that's uh that's a uh, big news uh, big news I, I, there were they had a the, sorry the jazz had a bunch of other stuff um those uh articulated uh figures that we had been we've been talking about mm-hmm. uh now the the legendary birds is now a complete set we have yep. uh, they announced moltres um or they debuted moltres there uh in addition to the articuno and zapdos that were uh that were out i um, saw those and you know like i as as a fan of the legendary birds i those are tempting I have yeah. too many, you know, toys already, but you know, if I were if I were, you know, in the toy purchasing business, I would 100% own those birds cuz those are pretty cool. Yeah. Um the uh the seeing seeing a bunch of like seeing them kind of with the dis- displayed the way they were. I mean, like they are legitimately the perfect size. Um, I think right to to kind of fit on a shelf. They're not too big. They're not too small. Um, price points right on them. Um, this sounds like Jazzboard's ad. It is not. Uh, but like I said, like these are these are figures that are perfect for basically people our age, right? In the sense that, like you know, with other figures and collectibles, kind of gaining all all different kinds of articulation and things like that. Um, this it was only a matter of time before it came to came to pokemon and i'm i'm glad it did uh i got to see i saw the i hadn't seen the the rayquaza one in um in person and so that was uh that that's a that's another cool one to see but it was funny because uh at, at the same uh token i was able to pick up the bandai um shenron uh figure from the show uh oh. and, and uh it was, they they were very similar um but uh but but yeah so anyway looking forward to to that one um we totally just like jumped into it and uh didn't really do our intro so if you're listening to the show for the very first time uh this is a pokemon news show uh and sometimes we jump right into it and sometimes it takes a little longer to get there but it is one of those things where we cover uh, everything pokemon toys 
and uh, we cover the, the anime, we cover the games, obviously. Uh, we do this live, twitch.tv forward slash comic book. If you want to jump in the chat uh, and jump, uh, go on this adventure with us. First part of the show is news. Second part of the show is a deep dive. And then we do a Pokemon fact at the very end. If you're just coming into this one, I suggest going back one and catching our interview with the voice of Ash herself, Sarah Nachani. That was a great episode. She had a, she had a blast. We had a blast, and uh, and yeah. So uh, let's jump right into it, uh, Christian. I'm gonna let you jump into the news while I try and maybe fix my camera. So I'll be right okay. back. Well, we well let's kick things off some Pokemon Go news. Uh, so last week, um, actually, I'm not I'm not sure when when these got announced because uh, you know uh, Sarah's appearance on the podcast kind of like threw everything into an uproar, but I'm pretty sure it was last week. We got two announcements. Uh, the August community day will be Galarian uh, Zigzagoon, um, which actually people are excited, uh, excited about because um, the shiny Zigzagoon was pretty hard to get. Um, mm. And the uh, Obstagoon, I guess is meta relevant. So, you know, that's, that is, that is cool. And also there is a Hisuian uh, discoveries event. Uh, was announced and it will include um, Galarian uh, or not Galarian, Hisuian Growlithe and Hisuian Sneasel and Hisuian there's one other Hisuian Pokemon um, which I'm like totally blanking on um, oh Quillfish, Hisuian Quillfish and um, yeah so all three of those will make their first appearance, I believe all three of them are solely going to uh, no, Sneasel will be available in, uh, let me take a look. Uh, Hisuian Quillfish will be available in the wild, but Hisuian Sneasel and Hisuian Growlithe, AKA the ones that everyone wants, will be limited to 7KM eggs. Um, they are also going to be doing a raid day in which Hisuian um, Braviary will appear. And they, they have done an ultra unlock bonus um, that, Unknown S will appear and Panpour will appear globally. So for all you Panpour fans out there, and I'm assuming there is like two. At least uh, one. At least you know, one. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are those are going to all be in the game. It's it's a pretty meaty event with when you throw in the ultra unlock stuff. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I know some people are pretty annoyed about um Hisuian, um about the, the fact that Growlithe and Sneasel are locked behind seven kilometer eggs, but you know, I think it's a pretty good one, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Um, Damon stream asks, can they evolve? You would think they would, but they have not said a darn thing about that yet. So, <laughs> you know, we'll who find knows? Out. <laughs> who we'll find out? Let us know. <laughs> we'll find out tomorrow because the event starts, I think. I think it's the 26th. It's tomorrow? Uh, no, it starts the 27th. Okay, so two so, days. Yep, two days. We'll find out. Yeah, you know, Calder points out Voltorb could not at first, and, you know, that leads out the very valid question, will any of these Pokemon evolve? And, yeah, you'd think that, but who knows? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the Pokemon don't want to evolve, kind of like, uh, you know, uh, Chloe's Eevee. Seems yeah, to be. I mean, you absolutely get that. You, you, you get that choice if you're the Pokemon. No, don't just force it on people. Consent is important, even in the Pokemon universe, guys. Uh, so yeah, so those that's the that's the Pokemon Go news, and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, the next bit of news is pretty exciting, uh, although I'm sure will uh, not cause chaos for anyone. Uh, the Pokemon Training Guard game re- uh, returning to McDonald's. Yes. Yes, they are. So this leaked first leaked last month that it was coming to Happy Meals in the UK. Now it is leaked that it is coming to Happy Meals in Canada, which pretty much means it's coming everywhere. At least English-speaking countries. So this is a little bit of a weirdly timed event um, because you'd think that they would do a Pokemon thing right around um, you know, the release of Scarlet and Violet. Instead, they're Mm. doing these card packs. Uh, The cards, the packs will come with four cards each, and they're also doing this like battle spin game where yeah, they're going to have these little spinner things that you spin, and it says what they do to each other. And you know, Rallet and Pikachu and Gossiflor and Smeargle for some reason, and Growlithe, I think is the fifth one. Uh, you they'll have coins and also these different color um, uh, things. I, I don't think this will be as crazy as the last Happy meal pokemon card game like you know everyone's kind of wondering if there's going to be runs on happy meals it's you possible have so, you, you, mean, you have you have such faith in humanity i well it's just you know <laughs> so that that promotion came out during a like the 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 great pokemon card shortage of 2021 that's true, that's true. And, and those cards didn't did not inevitably end up selling for much on the market no, and so I think mainly a lot of people have learned from those mistakes because it's going to be a bunch of junk cards because, you know, these are cards that are given out to children and, um, you know, via Happy Meals. And, yeah, I just don't think they're going to really do much. And that's not a knock on, you know, hmm. it's just is what it is. I don't know. Yeah, but so that, that news came out. That's That's kind of big. Um, Bruce Major, I'm gonna buy them all and sell them all online. Oh man! Uh, with with his with his grading company, um, for sure. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, look, I love when Pokemon comes to comes to McDonald's. You know, so uh, it's it just means more and more people getting into getting into the hobby, and we love to see it. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, the next bit of news before we get to the deep dive, which we will talk about. There is going to be a lot of talk about Scarlet and Violet when we get to the second half of the show, but this is just a little, little taste, a little taste, little news bit for you. Scarlet and Violet theme has been revealed. Yes. Yeah, so the theme song has has been released via the. I, I'm really hoping this is not like July, like the big July news. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm really hoping that's not the case, but who knows? Maybe it will be. I don't know. Um, so over in Japan, they released the theme for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Basically, what the soundtrack for the games will sound like via a video. Uh, they had an orchestra go and play Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Um, it kind of got overshadowed by the fact that. Um, Pokemon, you know, or by San Diego Comic Con, like I think it came out like the same day as like the Dungeons and Dragons trailer. So I wasn't really paying attention to it, but I did listen to it before the show, and it sounds nice. It sounds like the Pokemon songs, but with uh, a little bit extra to it. So you know, yeah. So uh, you can find it. Um, I think we'll we should have an article up about it today. 
um, if you don't want to go looking for it, or you can go looking for it, and we'll we'll get that taken care of. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, it sounds nice. It's music. It sounds like the Pokemon theme. Nice. All right. Um, I was gonna uh, just kind of go through some, um, just some more kind of Comic Con observations I had uh, with Pokemon yeah. at the show, where uh, it was, uh, it was, it was really there were a there were. Ash was the probably one of the most seen cosplays I saw kids have on Sunday. Um, and that is why Ash is not going anywhere anytime. One hundred percent. And I so, but I thought that was I thought that was really really cool and really really interesting. Um, that uh, and I can't tell like if it, like I just noticed it because like obviously I'm a Pokemon fan and so it stood out to me, but. I mean, there were a, there were, it was a decent amount. I mean, I saw, you know, a fair number. Well, I saw this one kid, had, one, this one kid had a legit, he must've been six, but had a full on predator costume. And it was, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and the, be, the best part, he was uh, there with his dad. His dad had one of those, um, uh, you know, like those green screen suits or whatever, but it was all like, uh, it looked like the, like predators, like heat vision stuff. Um, and mm. like you know, it had like a full mat. It was it was really it was very very cool. You love to see uh, dad and son themed cosplay together uh, for for sure. Uh, but other than that, right? Like I said, like there was there were there was a lot of, there was a lot of Pokemon merchandise there. Considering that Pokemon wasn't really at the show uh, in any capacity at all outside of Jazzbars. You know what I mean? Need um, to be at the show, Jim. What Pokemon doesn't need to be at the show. That's true. I mean. They sell themselves. I mean, sure, I get it, but you know, um, but like, yeah, but like, you know, because there's there's this weird back corner of the show that like is like video game land, and like Nintendo was there, uh, but they don't really do much. They had a giant Lego Bowser, which was uh, which was very cool, um, and then a few of the other studios were there. But it's like the location of it's really really weird. It truly is in a uh, a back corner, but. Um, but right, like I know, I know Pokemon's not necessarily for for Comic Con. Although it would be nice to like, you know, we got like a Pokemon panel at Comic Con. I feel like that's, you know, I mean, Dragon Ball's there, right? And you know, there's a the a, a decent amount of anime that that uh, gets to that show. I mean, yeah. I know Poke, I know Pokemon is bigger than all of it, but like Pokemon could easily fill a Hall H panel here if they wanted to. Could they? I mean. <laughs> I hate to they, be they have to have something good to announce. Yeah, they have to be like, some sort of like, you know, project they, in the whisper rumor of the internet about you know to get people there. I would have to say, like you know, if they announced like you know a live action Pokemon movie starring like Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Pikachu, you know, <laughs> then yeah, probably sure could fill a college panel. I don't know. I mean, at the very least, it could probably fill a ballroom twenty panel. Uh, I don't know what uh, that is. Ballroom twenty is like it's it's the next biggest. It's the next biggest room, but you know, small. Like okay, if Hall H fits about seven thousand, ballroom twenty fits about two thousand. Wait, Hall H? How many? How how many people does Hall H fit? Hall H. Hall H fits six to seven thousand. Wow, and so like the Marvel things actually have like seven thousand people. Like yeah, and just think that's that's that amount of people. Like for the most part, sitting outside trying to get a, uh, uh, like trying to get a spot in line so they can get 
That's wild. I, you yeah. know, so I've never been to Comic-Con, you know, I, it, it's really funny. Like I actually had this conversation with my wife yesterday because, you know, like I have three kids, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting very, you know, I'm starting to approach 40 years old. And like, we were talking about, it's like, should, should I do the Comic-Con thing? Like I might need to do the Comic-Con <laughs> thing here in the next like day in the next year or two. Otherwise, like, I just think I'll just, you know, pass me by, yeah. uh, you know, like, so like, I'm just like miss out on context. You know, I've covered San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. It's like, one of those, it's one of those like things scale wise. You don't, realize until you are in the middle of it like like megan came I mean, megan came when we were in when we did it in 2019 i think the same yeah. thing um uh you know i think like you know when you're just um, in that mass of people just trying to get from from one place to another uh it is uh it's something um so uh so yeah so anyway like i said like like pokemon had a fair amount of um I had a fair amount of, of, like I said, like showing there and for, you know, for a company that w does not officially exhibit, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty legit. So anyway, so, more important San Diego question, how many get celebrity guests did you line up for the podcast? Did, uh, <laughs> look, That's the real question. Man. I was about to say, you know, we've been trying to get Zelina Vega, uh, in, uh, for a while. And I think we, I think we're close. I think we're know, close. Well, she uh, she came by the studio with Cody Rhodes. Uh, we caught up. She she is a diehard. She's a diehard fan, diehard geek. Um, we got to talking. She follows me on Twitter now, and maybe we'll so we'll look to set something up. I, mean, so, I, was, I was about to say, like you know, are we going to have the cast of Dungeons and Dragons on her? I mean, Justin <laughs> Justice Smith. Yeah, Justin. You know, I, I mean, he Justin's was Detective Pikachu. Yeah, yes. like you know, I don't think he was actually in attendance. No, he was not. He was not in attendance this year. But believe me, I sure had that Detective Pikachu two question ready to go. If he was. You know, like <laughs> what? What you you should have like asked like Hugh Grant if he would show up on his po our Pokemon podcast. You know, so yeah. Hugh Grant could look at you and go, "What's Pokemon?" Um, yeah. Because one hundred percent, I guarantee. Hugh Grant does not know what a Pokemon is. No, absolutely not. But he still is a treasure. He was. Uh, he was. He was so great. But anyway, we got to take a break. Uh, when we get back, we got more big news to talk about, so we'll catch you in 60 seconds. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right, let's boogie. Yeah. Ash scores a big win against Steven Stone. Yeah, Steven Stone. Take that, Steven. You suck. 
I mean, my favorite thing is like no one really super were invested in Stephen until this championship happened. Like they were like, okay, he's like the Hoenn champion, like whatever. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. And now everybody has like a grudge match against him. They're like, he's the worst. He sucks. Like everyone's just trash talking him. And I'm like, he seems like a fine guy. Like what's our problem all of a sudden? (laughs) Yeah, we, we did get that fight. Did did Steven even like make an I'm assuming that Steven appeared in the like original like Ruby and Sapphire anime, but I honestly can't remember him. Yeah, I mean it he was not a major, major player like we've had with other champions, like how we've had with Cynthia before and stuff. Like he wasn't like a character that you would be like, I remember this man by name, at a glance, I can tell you his whole backstory. Like he wasn't that kind of champion. Like really, most of his development has come in this like little arc. Uh, so I love, I love Steven. He just wasn't like a huge, huge player, you know, compared to some of the other champions that we have in this tournament. Um, but yeah, he definitely showed up this week in the Japanese anime. Uh, it is Ash versus Steven. And obviously, spoiler alert, if you're listening, we're, we're going to go over the results of this match uh, because ultimately Ash did end up winning. Uh, it was a really interesting match because Ash came out with uh, Gengar. So obviously, Jim, you would be pleased. Uh, it right. also had Drakevish come out and then Pikachu because obviously it's Ash. And then uh, we had Steven come out with, I can't say most of these names, uh, Agron, Cataly, Cataly, uh, and Metagross. And so obviously Metagross is kind of his like, signature pokemon uh so at the beginning steven was just like wiping the floor with ash <laughs> like dragonfish down gengar tried down uh and then like in the final moment with like uh steven had two pokemon left they sent pikachu out and pikachu came through for the family i mean like people were like we can never badmouth pikachu again because he just I mean, he went out. He was pulling out Z-moves. He was able to basically take down Metagross. Uh, so he was beat up so bad. It was it was a really good fight. I was legitimately impressed with the choreography. Uh, you know, basically everything about this fight felt fair, felt right. Uh, and so, yeah, Steven, Steven did ultimately lose. Metagross fell to Pikachu. Pikachu had on, like, Ash's, like, hat at some point. He was, like, covered and like scratches and like wounds and stuff, but he he was able to bring out the fight. Uh, so now Ash is going to be going against Cynthia next. That seems to be kind of what the match has put him against. So yeah. we're we're going to we'll see. see we're we're going to see Gigantamax Pikachu step on Garchomp. I don't see any other way. Like that has yeah. to happen, right? Like, like that's that's what's that, coming. That's how this thing is going to end. And then we are going to see, and you know. You know, against Leon, we're going to see Gigantamax Pikachu Z move Leon's Charizard. I'm calling it right now. I know, just <laughs> calling it. You just got to put it out into the world right now. I mean, I honestly, mean, that I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if Ash has already used his Z move against uh, Steven, he's going to have to pull out some other new tricks moving forward in future matches. So Cynthia will be next. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I mean, Lucario, Lucario can make evolve, right? Like I know Lucario can make it evolve, but can Ash's Lucario make it evolve? I believe evolve? so. I believe they have like enough resonant that they would be able to like okay. do the mega evolution. So you know I would be I, surprised I w- if he couldn't. I don't I would I would be very surprised if he could not. I'm assuming that is going to come out to play. Um you know, and 
yeah, like that, I, I'm assuming that's going to be the play there against Cynthia. Is it's not going to be Gigantamax Pikachu. They're clearly saving that for the finale, where it's you know yeah. undefeatedly on slash. You know, like it'll probably become like a war criminal while he's at it. Well, oh my gosh. Well, since yeah. we've already had Cynthia versus Iris, I believe, and Iris, you know lost as we all expected uh you know cynthia has really kind of positioned themselves as a good kind of match against ash now that ash has beaten steven so i'm i'm pretty curious because i mean pokemon could always surprise us cynthia could end up winning and it could end up being leon versus cynthia at the end of this whole match which i would love to see cynthia step on leon because like there would be no like nothing no survivors Leon's just gone in the ground six feet under. Uh, but you know, knowing Pokemon, Ash Ash will pull a win. So I'm I'm yeah. curious to see how that works. But Ash has his first win under the belt. Steven is out for the count. Sorry, Metagross. It it did Too make bad, me, so sad. It did make me laugh that, you know, in case there's any spoilers about any question as to what's gonna happen for the for the semifinals. Uh the semifinal the episode that kicks off the semifinals is the, the semifinals number one overwhelming victory. Hmm. I wonder what that could relate mm. to. Hmm. Mm. I wonder who's going to win. That mean? You know, Deantha versus Leon. You know, Deantha, <laughs> who you know barely pulled <laughs> off a victory against like Ash in an exhibition match. Like I think like yeah. Ash was like cruising. You know, was was gearing up for a victory. Um. You know. Ugh. Yeah, Deantha's a. Uh, I mean, like. I'm sure she'll try. Like, it'll be fine, but it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, you can definitely tell which of these matches are kind of filler and which match is like they're meant to specifically highlight the skills and the abilities in the Pokemon roster of like which trainer. Uh, so Cynthia's obviously been a player. Sorry, Iris. Uh, Steven, unfortunately, as much as I love him, was just turned into fodder uh, because, you know, it's got to be Ash. Leon is going to obviously get a good little, you know, zoom in focus close up uh so yeah i think that's it's it's kind of playing out to be like those three main characters that i feel like are going to get like the big ones uh so we'll we'll see how it goes but yeah steven steven's out ash is in r.i.p steven stands yeah it's sad but i mean for all like 12 of us which i'm a part of that group you know we cheered on while we could yeah there you go all right. All right. Well, look, um, it, it, with every new week, we are getting new. Oh, did, oh my, did my camera freeze in an really unfortunate position? It sure oh, was. wow. Frozen in wow. We need to keep that position. up. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, <laughs> um, everyone take a screenshot if you're watching this live right now. We should make camera. that an emoji on the official comic Good book Twitch channel. Lord. Uh, look, with every new with every new week, uh, more and more little tiny bits of Scarlet and Violet news uh, are, are coming out. Um, no, no, Christian, Jim. Christian, start us so I can come back again. Jim, we haven't gotten any new Pokemon and Scarlet news since June. What we have gotten are so many supposed leaks. That's so right. to, to 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 run down what you know, is, you know, going on in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, you know, there, there are, there are a number of leaks, the validity of which is all in question. You know, there is one leaker that in the past has been right, has gotten some stuff wrong. Um, and they basically, you know, spit out 
borderline gibberish on Twitter and expect fans to, you know, uh, decipher it. Uh, there were what appeared to be legitimate leaks um, about um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Several screenshots got shared that were kind of blurry, but seemed like legitimate. Um, and we, we talked about those kind of earlier. I think we did. And um, more recently, another uh, tweet compiler has come into what they claim is a new source and has just been dumping all sorts of crazy stuff. As as what we talk about always when it comes to these Pokemon Scarlet and, and Violet leaks, take them with a huge grain of salt. You know, some of these might be true, and some of them are probably big enough that they are true. But you know, um, that 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 they're just like deliberately vague. Um, so some of the big stuff, um, there's going to be uh, apparently uh, the the the. I'm trying to, I, I'm pulling the, the big thing. We're, we're going to be getting some, you know, allegedly we're getting some new regional forms. Mm -hmm. uh, we are apparently allegedly getting new, uh, they're bringing back cross-generation evolutions, kind of like what we had in Pokemon mm -hmm. uh, Sword and Shield. Uh, the two big ones are Dunsparce is once again rumored uh, to get a, um, you know, evolution. Mind you, Dunsparce has been rumored to get an evolution for like I don't know how many generations. Like I swear to God, it's been whoever these this um, is, they must not be part of like a Dunsparce appreciation gang. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to determine. Jim, are you like blink twice? Yeah, okay, blink twice. <laughs> I'm here. Um. So uh, the other one is Primate allegedly. Is, oh, that's right. Yeah, Primate is good. going to evolve into a fighting ghost type. And, wait, you know, wait, which basically, the comment I said, uh, the comment I saw the most was, ah, Primate finally died. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> which is just, I mean, it's hard. look, it's hard. Like, it, in everything that we talk about with this franchise, this would be just right in line. Yeah, it. that's, you know, I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, that, that one's it like, would, I can see that. That seems it would be so. And if that were the case, whatever that evolution form may be, maybe one of my, make it, may make it on the list of my fa uh, favorite list, uh, favorite Pokemon, for sure. So the big thing that has come out is the, the new um, gimmick, uh, mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of adding on to it is because we, we, we kind of figured out the Pokemon. Uh, Scarlet and Violet has a past first future theme. Uh, we were apparently beginning past Pokemon and future Pokemon. So basically, oh. uh, like, you know, kind of like primal predecessors and future, you know, descendants. Uh, allegedly, the ancient Pokemon will include Jigglypuff. And one of them, like, the big <laughs> was there was a vampire Jigglypuff that's floating around out there. That is, oh like, my God. <laughs> yeah, amazing. I know, right? <laughs> my God. It's like you're like yes, like but, like, but some of these some of these are so wild that it just I don't. There's no way I, they would I make think, Jigglypuff a vampire. Yes, make it. No, but they there's should. no way that would happen. Okay, well, look, I'm, I'm not doubting that they should, and that would be that would certainly be something. But there's no way, yeah. no way that Jigglypuff is becoming a vampire. And I will eat my words if this game comes out and there is Transylvania Jigglypuff. The one leak that we are pretty sure is legitimate 
Is you know, like briefly had a profile picture of Vampire Jigglypuff. Oh no! Like yes, like yellow eyes, like oh face. no, like, no, yeah, yeah, like like you know, like that would a hundred percent be like. The, but then like, what would the Wigglytuff look? Oh, I can just imagine what the Wigglytuff. It would be like Wigglytuff with a cape. <laughs> with a cape. You know, give me Transylvania oh Wigglytuff. Yeah, like the high like, collar. Oh my God! Yes. Like, oh, you know, yeah, goodness. give me, give me, like, you know where that, what Wigglytuff would be? It would be that freaking rabbit from the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to have, like, a different name? Like, I, that's uh, what I want to know. They, so, allegedly, allegedly, they will be called, like, so the future ones will all be called, like, Iron something. You know, like, mm-hmm. Iron and then their Pokemon name. And the past ones will also have those names as well. Um, the future ones include, um, you know, Deli Bird. Um, uh, we're, we're getting like a Gardevoir Gallade uh, combo, uh, Hariyama, uh, allegedly Salamance. Um, so, Salamance yeah. makes sense. Um, the, the other thing is, is that we are getting, um, you know, the, the other thing is something called like, they called them like regional fakes, but like, Convergent Pokemon, which are basically regional variants that look like Pokemon that we already know. So think of it like Mimikyu. Uh, okay. like Mimikyu looks like Pikachu, but it's its own thing. So sure. we're allegedly mm-hmm. going to get more Pokemon like that. So there's going to be one that looks like a Diglett, but is like an eel. Oh. Um, so it's like, you know, an underwater Diglett looking An underwater Pokemon. Diglett. Um, so these are all the gimmicks that have been tossed out there. We don't know if any of these are legit. Yeah, we don't know if any of these are true. You know, um, I do. I, I did have. I did have a quick question because I, yes. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, the the variant on Marowak. Um, yes, that's 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 the ghost type added. To, he's ghost, yes. right? Ghost okay, father, I believe. So like that's yeah. how that's where I can see. Um. Like the primate one actually being true because I for for a reason like I always kind of associate Marowak and like prime like primate and all that kind of like I was for whatever reason I think of the two of them kind of like together in the uh, in that sense and so um, I can see you know like I said a a, a ghost primate in the vein well, that kind of looks like uh, a little Marowak which is kind of like the weird spiritual flames or something like coming from its eyes or its fists or whatever. Mm. Uh, it could be, yeah, I saw someone earlier in the comments said that that's basically a Yu Yu Hakusho character, which is absolutely <laughs> the correct uh, comparison to give it to. So either give me Yu Yu Hakusho primate or a Ghost Rider primate. I'll take either one. Oh. I'm good with it. No, so. you need... That's a, that's a Marowak needs to be. Marowak needs to be Ghost Rider. I don't know. Maybe they. I just didn't like fuse together. I mean, Marowak. Set, they already just that Marowak left that tail. So until I get my Ghost Rider Pokemon, I will continue on my on my plea. Please. Uh, all right. Well, uh, was it was that is that the most of it, Christian? Uh, so let's see. Here. Also, they're allegedly getting rid of breeding, which was when I was kind of like, well, I literally. Uh, so we were getting ready to cover some of these leaks, and then like. Uh, one of the other writers was like, oh, I'm going to cover this, like, no breeding. Like, I'm like, let's just hang on on that one. Like, because breeding has been a part of this franchise since Gen 2. Yeah. And if they're going to have a competitive Pokemon format, 
they need some equivalent of breathing. Like that's how you get your competitive Pokemon. And so I was always like, yeah. They'll just really? do like weird genetic clone splicing. That's their new form of breeding. Well, I mean, here's the thing. We already know that all of these Pokemon researchers in the game don't know how breeding works. So who's yeah. to say they can't just totally <laughs> revamp the process? Nobody has ever seen it. They don't actually know how it works. So they could just do whatever they want to. Um, maybe, I would be maybe shocked villain, if that happened, but... Maybe the villain of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, maybe it'll be like, guys, I saw two Pokemon in the woods, and now they must all die. Because <laughs> I know <laughs> Pokemon eggs are made. It... I, so I wonder one of the things that, that I was kind of thinking about, and I know this is like this is obviously going to diverge on um Last Digimon Digimon territory. Okay. Uh, oh. but I am surprised that we don't have or like even from like a story standpoint, someone trying to like someone trying to make like high tech Pokemon. Right. I mean well, obviously I mean go ahead. Yeah, well that's what allegedly like the future Pokemon are supposedly going to be right. like um no. yeah no i'm i'm also kind of shocked like, like that <laughs> i would love like a mecha pikachu like you know <laughs> oh like my it, god if we get mecha pokemon in this game if that ends up being a gimmick i'm just letting you know right now pokemon can just take literally every dollar i have <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's all i want i don't think you understand when i yeah. when we got duraludon i thought like my serotonin levels had peaked but if we get like actual like cool like mecha combo Pokemon, like put Pikachu put, in an Eva suit. I just want I I'll just buy want, whatever you want me to. <laughs> I just want Porygon to finally get a like a a bad a uh like variant or or evolution like like a perfected one. Right. I hope like, we mm-hmm. get like a Porygon C, and Porygon C is literally Clippy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> my nightmares there would have to be so much like contextual lessons in the pokedex about trying to explain what clippy was to to so many i know oh it would be gosh. a joke that only us olds would understand well, actually I mean, porygon would be a perfect pokemon to have like a past and future version of like we could have like a floppy disk porygon oh, and then we could have like or like a Zune Porygon from like back in the day. And then I don't even know what you would do for the future. I mean, that's Mecha Porygon right there. That's our future. That's the future I look forward to. So that's what I want. Uh, the the other the other big rumor is that the new like battle mechanic is going to be like a crystallization where basically you can like crystallize one of your Pokemon and enhance the powers of one type of move. So like poison type and stuff like that. So it's like it's a little too Final Fantasy for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. Who, I don't know who, if I like that. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I don't want to turn my Pokemon into materia. <laughs> like, just let them be Pokemon. <laughs> like, if they lose, do the Pokemon shatter? Like, I can, I, I can only assume so. That I uh, that'd be interesting. I don't think I. I hope that one's not true. <laughs> I hope Vampire uh, Jigglypuff is true. Um, and I want Mecha Pokemon. That's what I'm putting out into the universe. Yeah. Yeah, I too want mm-hmm. Vamp- Like, I originally was just prepared to talk about Vampire uh, Jigglypuff last week. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I mean, such, such, such a good... I just... there. I would have so many questions. And I'll save them for once we get further 
you know, information, information. on whether this rumor is true or not. And then I'll present you my uh, PowerPoint presentation on all the questions I have about Vampire Jigglypuff. <laughs> I can't. I just, like, that one, that like, one would destroy me. I think that my favorite thing would be, is, like, I hope that Vampire Jigglypuff, if accurate, you know how Jigglypuff is like a balloon? I hope that Vampire Jigglypuff, when it feasts on the blood of another Pokemon, like, blows up and is, like, engorged <laughs> with blood. Stop. Stop no. it. What if this Jigglypuff is red? Because, like, how flamingos are pink because yeah. of what they eat? This uh-huh. Jigglypuff's red uh-huh. from blood. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm stopping it here. That's, yeah. that's, that's the little teaser I'm going to leave you on. <laughs> this, is a, this is a family show. All right, let's get to the Pokemon fact of the week. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we're, we're to uh, Suicune. Um, so Suicune is, uh, you know, kind of a, kind of a, it's a weird Pokemon. I got, I got nothing for you. It is supposed to it, like, is like this, like very like cool mythical looking Pokemon. It's got a big crystal was its own, like, you know, thing, you know, Pokemon crystal was all about. It, and it is the suckiest of the legendary beasts. Just. But it's adorable. And right, it is. friends with, uh, Celebi, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, so Suicune, the big thing with Suicune is, is so it all the Pokedex entries talk about how it moves with the North Wind. Um, so this all ties back to Suicune's very dog-like design in which it was designed to look like a leopard. You know, <laughs> the well-known dog, a leopard. <laughs> um, and so that, the leopard design is actually a reference to the Shinto god, uh, Fujin, who is the Shinto god of the wind, who wears leopard skins. So Suicune looks like a leopard because of the North Wind and the reference to the Shinto god uh, of the wind. And so it's all kind of like, it's all kind of ties together with some nice, cool mythological elements. You know, so... So you're going to you know, tell me uh, that its its hair is also a cloud like you did for um, I mean, uh, Reiku? Give me a second. Uh, I mean... Let me let me let me pull up. I can see it. I I think it's supposed to be kind of like like a Stop. like a, no. Stop it. Yeah, you know it's it's uh let's 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 pull up the. Uh, Although it's weird, uh, I didn't realize until looking at a picture of it that the rope-like things that kind of wrap around it actually are its tails. Really? I just don't know why they come around. Yeah, I mean, if you look at where they go, that picture of it. Arms? Huh? Oh, that is true. <laughs> Never yep. noticed it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Hold there on. You go. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if I can get it. Get it to Peter really quick, so he can. Uh, he can maybe pull it up. On yeah, for Peter, us. pull up. Pull up the Suicune butt shot. <laughs> I just dropped. Like, here's it in the thing: the you look at some like action figures of like Suicune, and you're like, yeah, no, that purple mane is absolutely some sort of cloud, like maybe from like. I don't even know. But then you look at, you know, the sprite art or the anime art even sometimes, and you're like, nope, that's just hair. Well, it's but it's the legendary the Pokemon. Borealis. You figure there's more to it. That's it's supposed to be the Aurora Borealis. That's what the that's what it is. What is? Oh. The, 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 it's main. That's the Aurora Borealis. Is that what it's there it is. See? Well, if you look at where the those those ropes go. That's not a Suicune butt shot. They go, they go right, they go right to the butt. Those are its tails. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, we're okay. Nope. We don't need, we don't need to see that up close. <laughs> but like, if the wind, okay, but look at this, look at this, right? 
the wind is blowing the tails to the front, but his Aurora Borealis thing is still just hanging around on its back. Shouldn't that like basically be blown over its face? Uh, you know, probably not because the wind it's, it's generating its own wind from its large crystal thing. Yeah. Also I, I, I went and, you know, I, I ruined Google. I Googled Suicune butt and indeed those are like little streamer tails. Um, you know, Yep. Dual tails and a mullet. Love it. A fashion and, uh, icon and a for crystal thing. This Pokemon, Suicune should have been so much cooler, guys. You know? Like, why yeah. does Suicune have to be, like, so, like, lame? Like, Is it? Well, but do you think it's the colors that, that make Suicune lame? Or are you talking about, like, fact-wise? Yeah, both. Like, it's not a very good... Um, I mean, yeah, it is not very good. It's it's like it's not a very good like legendary Pokemon. It's like Lugia. Like Lugia is supposed to be like this like baddie, right. like you know, like you know, like I am the god of the legendary birds. Like you know, like hear me roar. And then it's like yeah, it's the it's like the Pokemon of the ocean. Oh, cool, you're a psychic flying type. Oh, you don't even have like a cool move. Like, yeah. I mean, I would say, but we're all in agreement that Entei is the best of these. Uh, yes, I of agree. this set. Shockingly, yeah, I, I, Megan? you're not you're not wrong for like the first time ever on this podcast. Oh, Megan thoughts. Oh, I would agree. Yeah, no, Raikou is still last for me. I'm sorry, I do not like Raikou. I I would go Entei, Raikou, Suicune. Oh, really? Entei, so I, Suicune, Raikou. I, I'm going with Megan on this one. I think I I, I truly do not like Raikou. Man, you know mm-hmm. why I like something Raikou. about Raikou's head just like makes me feel uncomfortable, <laughs> and it's, I don't you know, know what Ra- it is. Raikou's wearing like an eyes wide shut mask. That's what always reminds me. I always thought that like he was like wearing like a saber tooth tiger mask. Uh, mask. He was a dog wearing a cat mask to confuse everybody. Um, that was that was always my take on Raikou. Um, like because you know he's like he's like wearing a skull on his head. It's like Marowak. Like I'm sure at some point Raikou actually was. You know, like had a skull for a head. I guarantee it. That's going to come out one of these days. They're going to interview him, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, like Raikou actually was a dog. And we just put a saber tooth tiger skull on top of it, and then the design changed because we wanted to incorporate thunder somehow." But yeah, so that's Suicune. So next week we'll get to you know. Uh, oh, next week is Larvitar, the Larvitar line. So that should be a good. Ooh, be it better be something good. I swear to God, like if we go through like twenty different like Pokedex <laughs> entries and they're all like, did you know that Larvitar has like a hard skin? I'm gonna be so mad because you know <laughs> Tyranitar is like one of the best Pokemon designs. I'm just yeah. throwing it out there, like. Top ten Pokemon design easily. How come? How come Larvitar is not considered a baby Pokemon? Because it's not. That's why. But Larvitar looks like a Pokemon. So like, baby Pokemon. No, it looks like a normal first. I mean, that would like be like saying that like Geodude looks like a you know baby Stop. Pokemon. No, because it's the first evolution. Like you know, not every baby Pokemon are specifically underpowered. No, um, they don't take they they all like evolve by like high friendship and other weirdo okay but it feels but it feels like there's a lot that happens in the pupitar cocoon for us to go from larvitar to tyranitar i mean does it though i mean that that larvitar looks like a baby tyranitar 
The Lyranitar, the, the Lyranitar looks like something that would come up to my knee. Tyranitar looks like something that would that would loom over me it and would. bite my head off. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's cramped in there. Like, I feel like it needs a middle evolution somewhere that's not Pupitar. I mean, it, it's just I just I just guess I don't understand how dinosaurs have like a pupil phase. I guess. You know, that's, that's my big question. It's like, you know, like, I can, like, I get, like, I totally get, like, white bugs, I get cocoon bugs, but, like, Larvitar is clearly, like, baby Godzilla, and Tyranitar is clearly Godzilla Godzilla. How did we end up with, like, Mothma in the middle? Like, it really, know, it, it really know. is weird, and now we're, now we're talking about it, now we're, we're going to have nothing to talk about next week, but it is weird that, um, I mean, Larvatar and Pupitar, I mean, like, Larva and, you know, Papua's, like, those are, these are all bug terms. And yeah. these are not bug Pokemon. Yeah. Well, like, why yeah. is it rock ground? Like, make it, like, I don't know, make it a, a rock bug, which Maybe makes no was, sense. I understand it makes no sense. Find but. out next week. Yeah, yeah we will right. answer this question we can't we can't burn two in one but now i have so many questions yeah you know because once we run out of pokefax this this pokemon show is over it's over so that's it nothing. all done <laughs> it's like you know we have a clock and the clock is how many pokemon <laughs> hey, we should be pokemon getting some more pokemon though yeah. coming out yeah. come on uh, scarlet and violet give us some good ones yeah uh all right well that's uh, gonna do it for our show today thank you all for listening uh, we do this show every Monday. You can find it wherever podcasts can be found. Like I said, you can watch us live, twitch.tv forward slash comic book, uh, if you so uh, desire. Um, we The best way to support the show, obviously, is to leave us a review. Either on uh, You can leave a written review on iTunes, or you can uh, uh, leave us a rating on Spotify. All of those are, uh, either of those help uh, find, you know, help with discoverability of the show and, um, you know, just help get, get the word, get the word out there. We've got, uh, Christian says we have a guest for next week. Um, and then uh, we'll look to have uh, some more folks in the, the weeks that, that come. So uh, it was really, like I said, it was really fun last week to listen to, to get to talk to Sarah and Johnny. So if you have not listened to it, please do. Um, otherwise, if you want to continue the conversation with us online at Pokemon Pod CB is the handle for the show. Otherwise, you can find me at Jim Biscardi. Megan is at Megan Peters CB. And Christian is at C Hoffer C Bus. All right, y'all. Have a good week. And next uh, for next week, I guess we're going to talk about Larvitar quite a bit. <laughs> Catch you then.